Hello, friends. This is your host of the Leader in She podcast, Jen Schultz. I am a wife, mom, sister, daughter, educator, and health coach. I am a leader, and so are you. Welcome to episode 18 of the Leader in She podcast. I am so honored to have you spend a little bit of your day with me and cannot wait to talk to you about today's leadership topic. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, I would just like to say welcome and thank you. We hope that you find this as a place where leaders in every walk of life come together to hear real world ideas, strategies, and thoughts on how to be the leader that inspires and empowers those around you. Together, we work to celebrate, share our struggles, and collaborate as we send our positive ripple out into the world. Parker Palmer said it best, self-care is never a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift I have, the gift I was put on earth to offer to others. I just love this quote. It really resonates with me now, I think because self-care was something I never took seriously. I always fluffed it off as, oh, that's selfish. That's something like people do that go to spas and get facials and get pampered. I didn't really understand what self-care was and why it was so important to do it in order to be the best person that I could be and especially in my leadership roles as a parent, as a wife, as an educator, and as a health coach, I really didn't understand it. Thankfully, I do now, and I've learned it a little bit the hard way, but I want to share with you what I've learned from myself, from others that I've had the honor to work with, and why you need to take this and incorporate into your everyday life. So you probably have noticed It's been a few weeks since I did my podcast. I think the last one was two weeks ago. And we took a couple vacations and I really thought hard about whether I should do my podcast during that week or just totally take a break. And I really opted to go all in on the vacation and take some time off in the spirit of self-care. It was really meant to be a time to rest and to rejuvenate. I've been working my tail off on my admin classes. Many of you know I'm getting my administrator certificate, and those are wonderful and challenging me in a great professional way. Um, I've been growing my health and fitness business and not only working with people on their personal wellness goals, but also I've had the honor to mentor some incredible women lately and really getting their businesses up and going. And so that's been really exciting. And also I was offered an opportunity to go back to the classroom. Uh, As you know, I took this year as sabbatical to work on my classes and to grow professionally. And I wasn't planning on going back to the fall, but um, my school needed some help. And so I'm going back into, into the classroom, not my fifth grade classroom, but a second grade classroom. And so all my teacher friends, you know what that's like the first few weeks of school when you're getting everything ready and your mind is racing and you can't sleep. We'll throw that on top of cleaning out a room, um, learning new curriculum, and completely setting up a new classroom in a weekend with five soccer games because, you know, mom life doesn't stop either. So to say that I needed a vacation was like an understatement. And 
We took this vacation and the first one we took was a cruise. It was my husband and I, and we were able to do that with a trip that I earned um, through my health and fitness coaching. And I was so grateful to be able to bring him on this trip. And then we followed it up with a trip to San Diego with my family. And that was really wonderful. It was just the five of us. And it was just a perfect time for us to really focus and rejuvenate. And it was all in the name of self-care. And I want to share with you why it's so important. And I'm reminded of this so often when we go on vacations because we often will fly. And if you've ever been on an airplane, you know what I'm talking about. One of the very first things that they do when they get you buckled is they go through this safety presentation. And most people tune out, but I'm always fascinated during this time because as the flight attendant is showing you all of the safety features and I tend to be an overanalyzer and think of all the things that could happen. <laughs> so I always pay pretty close attention during this time, but the part where the oxygen masks come down and they say to be sure to put your oxygen mask on yourself first before helping others always gets me. And I'm like, well, duh. And they say, you have to put your oxygen mask on yourself because what happens if you don't, right? Like what happens if you're with your children and as a mom, you're naturally going to want to help your kids first, right? Because that's what we do as moms. But if we do that, we're not going to be able to help them because our oxygen is going to run out. So in order to best help and serve and love the people that we want to, we have to put on our own oxygen masks and then help them put on their oxygen masks. And that's such a great analogy for me for what self-care is and why it's so very, very important. And as leaders, I think that it's often overlooked because we hear how we need to do all of these things for all of our people and and we need to put others first. And I believe all of that in so many ways. But if we aren't pouring into ourselves, if we're not refueling ourselves, if we're not putting our own oxygen masks on, we are going to have nothing left to be able to give to other people. So let's talk for a quick second about what self-care may or may not be and why we need to do it and what happens when we don't. And then hopefully you will leave this call and this podcast and have some time to plug into your day with some self-care. So I want you to know that self-care looks different for everyone and that's okay. It's called self-care for a reason. It's something for you, for yourself. So what I do for self-care is very, very different than what my husband does, than what my teaching partner does, than what my success partner in my business does. And that's a hundred percent okay. You need to find what rejuvenates you, what refuels you. So if you think about like your Chromebook or your laptop, what happens when you use it in the battery? dies, right? You have to plug it in. And if you don't plug it in, it's not going to recharge. So you need to think of something that recharges you, that gives you time to reflect, that allows you to rest, right? If my, if my Chromebook is dying, I have to turn it off for a little bit and plug it in. I have to give it time to rest. I think of in the morning, I drink this amazing, um, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I drink this great pre-workout drink and it, 
I call it my go-go juice. And I love it because I wake up and I'm just like, oh, but when I drink it, it like just totally re-energizes me and it gives me these tingles. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm all charged up and I'm ready for my day. So I want you to think of self-care like that. So for me, it's reading a book or just having some alone time and doing some meditating. Um, exercise actually is one of the things that I do for self-care. I don't love it when I first get started, but I feel good after I'm done. Those feel good endorphins are going. Um, I'm healthier. All of those great things help me going. That's one way of self-care. So a lot of people think that as a health and fitness coach, I do it just for weight loss and all of those things. Those are great byproducts, but I really do it for my mental health and not just my physical health. And then being outdoors. I know that being outdoors and just getting some fresh air. Just this morning, I drove out to my favorite place in the world, Lake Michigan, and I just sat and looked at the lake and did some meditating and some gratitude journaling and just had a moment to breathe and just to stop and reflect. And that, those are all things that are self-care for me. It doesn't mean it's the same for you, but find something for you that helps you. Now, I want to caution you a little bit. Self-care, while it might be a night out with some friends or with some loved ones, it doesn't mean, um, you know, going to the club and, and staying out all late in the hours and doing things that aren't good for your body, right? Sometimes we confuse that and we think that, we need to do those types of things. That, that's not self-care. Like That may take the edge off for a little bit and it may be a coping strategy, but when I'm talking about self-care, I'm talking about something that helps you to be productive, that helps you to be healthy, that energizes you, that not just um, helps you to be healthy physically, but also emotionally and mentally. Something that improves your mood. I think about all of the things that we do for self-care. It's not just going to help you to feel good mentally, but it also can reduce stress, which we know stress has a lot of physical symptoms. I shared with you guys before, one of the things with stress that I would get would be headaches and mine actually comes in the form of anxiety and specifically um, it's come in anxiety attacks and it's looked different ways. And I know that when those things happen, I'm not taking care of myself. In fact, ironically enough, I this happened on the cruise, which is weird, right? Because I'm on this cruise, um, this trip that I earned and I'm supposed to be relaxing. It's vacation. And I wasn't taking care of myself the way that I needed to. So I was, you know, resting and reading and sitting by the pool and doing all of these great things that were really, really good for me. But I also am, um, a pretty a highly sensitive person I'm learning or I'm reading some great work on empaths and I'm learning that those I have many of those qualities I would definitely identify with that so I know for me it's really important to um, when I'm around big groups of people it's great and it's wonderful but it also it takes a lot of energy for me and I know that I personally need to build in time just to go back and to be alone and to just let things settle a little bit. My husband is completely the opposite. He is refueled by being around people and he could walk into a room with 200 strangers and be thrilled, be like totally re-energized by that and come out with a bunch of best friends. Me, on the other hand, I would be paralyzed with fear and it just does not 
um, fill my bucket. That is very exhausting to me. Now I know that there are times that I need to do that, right? But figuring out when to do it and then when it's time to take care of me and to step back and do that. And while we were on the cruise, I had one of those moments. I actually had a mini anxiety attack. There was a ton of people around. Um, I just needed some space and I didn't let myself do that. I thought that I would be letting my husband down if I wasn't, you know, hanging out of the pool all the time or doing all of these things. And instead of taking a little bit of time to take care of myself personally, because I was worried about what other people needed and worried about not letting other people down, it ended up hurting myself and, um, you know, it took time away from us. So I want to encourage you that your self-care is about you and it's okay if it looks different for what you need than what other people need. And so I want you to imagine that you are going to treat yourself the way that you would treat your very, very best friend in your whole in the whole wide world. So think of your best friend. You, this is the person that you know all of their secrets. You know all of their triggers. You know what makes them happy. You know what makes them sad. You They could walk into a room and look at you and you don't even need to say anything because you know what they're thinking. And what would you do if you saw that person just tired or um, frustrated or maybe not, maybe, or maybe you saw them just going like gangbusters and, you know, just going a hundred miles an hour with their hair on fire and you were worried about them. What would you do for that person to ensure that they were taking care of themselves? Would you give them time, ask them to go to a movie and have some downtime? Would you bring them a meal? Would you um, take their kids for a little bit so they could have a 20 minute bath by themselves? Would you bring them a book because you know that they love to read? I don't know what that is. Would you ask them to go for a walk? But think about that. And I want you to treat yourself the way you would treat your very, very best friend. So you are the only person that knows you inside and out. You know your needs, you know what fuels your fire, you know what you need to do to reset that and to give yourself some rest. So I want you to think about that and then to be very, very intentional about when you do it. And it sounds silly to schedule some time into your day for self-care, but as leaders, I know you and I know that the moment you wake up, you are probably thinking about everybody else. You're probably thinking about what your kids need and what your spouse needs and what your colleagues at work need or your teammates and all of the things that you need to do to help everybody else around you because that's what we do as leaders. Our job as leaders is to empower and to support all of the people around us. And often that starts our day and we just continue on and we go on our day and it's always about somebody else. And how many times have you not had time for lunch or you barely had time to use the restroom? I know my teacher friends can totally relate to that because you're doing all these things for other people. So set a timer on your phone, um, wake up and spend 20 to 30 minutes just for you. You've heard me talk about the book by Hal Alrod, Miracle Morning. I'm not a morning person. I hate waking up in the morning. I would rather sleep. 
Um, and sometimes sleep is a form of self-care, but I wake up and schedule some time just for you. So one of the things I do, and now that I'm going back into the classroom, I'm going to have to be very, very intentional about this, getting up, drinking my go-go juice in the morning. That stuff is magic. Let me tell you, um, if you're curious about that, let me know. Um, I drink that. I dive into my personal development because that fuels my mind and my heart and my soul. I exercise because I get those feel-good endorphins going. I do a little meditating, some gratitude journaling. I'm learning about a new technique called tapping. I don't know if any of you have heard about this, but if you have and you've had a good experience with, with that, message me because I'm learning more about that and I would love to learn more with you. The point being, I have to do that first. So it's just like your car. If you went into your garage and you started your car up and your gas tank was on E, you wouldn't drive across the state. You would stop at the gas tank, gas station and you would fuel up so that you could get there, so that you had enough fuel to make it to your destination. So every day, I want you to wake up and to fuel yourself. Fuel your mind, fuel your body, fuel your spirit, fuel yourself. Take care of you because you are doing so many wonderful, great, amazing things for other people. And you want to be able to continue to do that. I know that you are the leader that wants to be there for other people. I know that that's your love language and that's what makes you so happy. So fuel yourself, if for nothing else, so you can be better for those other people. It's not selfish. It's it's something that is necessary for you to do in order to be the best person that you can be. So schedule it, write down a list of things that make you feel good, and then be aware of that. Try some different things. Try things. Tapping is one of the new things that I'm trying. I kind of thought it was a little hokey and a little weird at first, but it's cool to be open to trying new things and to see if it works. And if it doesn't, then you know, and try something else. Remember, self-care is personal. It's about you. It's what works for you. And it's so important. So schedule it, stick to it, honor yourself. And I know that you're going to find yourself energized and feeling better about your day. So if you um, enjoyed this podcast, I hope that you took away some nuggets of information that you were able to say, yeah, I could try to do this. Please, your feedback means so very much to me. Drop a review, send me an email, let me know your thoughts, any ways that I can improve, any leadership topics you would like to hear about. I love researching. I love learning new things. I really want to give you content and and information that you are interested in. So email me at jenschultzliveinspired at gmail.com. I would be honored to chat with you there. You can connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm just starting to get on Twitter a little bit. So Jen Schultz Live Inspired again. And I want to just end. I want you to know and to remember this and to feel it in your core, like all the way deep, deep, deep into your bones that you are appreciated, that you are so very, very loved and you matter. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week. 